0: Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show, The Christmas Show. Today's big idea, I want to share with you new ways to handle difficult, and challenging situations and interactions that arise at Christmas. Christmas is supposed to be a wonderful time of the year, and yet we know the difficult situations arise. I've got some new and alternative ways for you to think about handling these difficult situations. It is not always all love and light. What can you do to make sure there is more love and light? This weekly show is founded on the formula S-A plus P equals S. Self-awareness plus passion equals success. Since 1993, when I left my successful legal career, I have provoked, inspired, educated people to discover and pursue their passion in my role as Australasia's passion provocateur, in workshops, in speeches, in coaching, and through my books Passionate People Produce, and passionate performance. The ideas I share have had impact on thousands of people all around the world. I hope they have an impact on you. This weekly show is also founded on Socrates' famous quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. Since this is a Christmas show... Regular viewers on the YouTube channel and listeners on the podcast channel will know that it's, you don't get much humor till later in the show, but because it's Christmas, I've got some humor for you early in the show. I've dug out some Christmas carols recommended by the psychiatric profession, or perhaps, you know, harnessed by the psychiatric profession. And this is for those with schizophrenia. Do you hear what I hear? For multiple personality disorder. We three queens disoriented are Dementia. I'll be home for Christmas. Where do I live? Narcissistic. Hark the herald angels sing about me. Manic. Deck the halls. And walls, and house, and lawn, and streets, and stores, and office, and town, and cars, and buses, and trucks, and firehounds, and we need more holly. Paranoid. Santa Claus is coming to get me. Personality disorder. You better watch out. I'm going to cry. I'm going to pout. Maybe I'll tell you why, but if you loved me, you would know already. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket, red the colour of passion. Every time you see bright red, think passion, think your passion. Challenge yourself with the question, are you working to discover your passion? Or if you know what it is, are you living life with passion? This show explores one big idea each week because I don't want to bombard you with too many ideas because then you don't know what to do. One idea with some additional resources, a song, a book, a quote, a spiritual tip, some humour, a health tip. This show is not politically correct. This show supports healthy addictions. Well, you know, some people say addictions are not healthy, but my coffee addiction is certainly healthy. Here's to you, Stephanie. Mmm. Beautiful, beautiful coffee. I love it. I love coffee, I love the joy of coffee, the smell of coffee. This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life, so I do talk about the human spirit. So, before we get to the big idea, the week in review, what's happened this week? Well, New South Wales, one of the states in Australia for those overseas, I live in Victoria, has had a mild outbreak of cases, and suddenly states are talking about shutting their borders again. Everyone's panicking. Cases, cases. Nonsense, I say. The number of cases is of no consequence. I say it again, it's of no consequence. It is the impact of those cases, and for those of you who have been following the scientific debate, the test that is used to diagnose somebody as positive, the PCR test was never designed to identify coronavirus and indeed is notoriously inaccurate. And thirdly, the World Health Organization says 99.5% of cases have zero or mild symptoms. This reaction continues so that you think what governments have done to date was good strategy. I say it hasn't been I know many scientists who say it hasn't been. And if anybody tells you the science is settled, they are ignorant. We also have interesting situation with the US election. I have friends who say, it's all done, Trump should just get out of the way, Biden is president. Well, as a former lawyer, I have been carefully watching the legal machinations and they are interesting in the extreme. The other big deal that's happening here in Australia is that India, a nation of 1.2, 1.3 billion people, is here playing cricket against Australia. And it's wonderful to see all my Indian friends going nuts about cricket and the the colour and the movement and seeing people in stadiums supporting the cricket and particularly the Indians who live in Australia coming to support the Indian team that's over here. I can report, however, that India did not do very well in the second half of the cricket test and Australia won the first test. The other big things that's happened during the week has been the push by the US government to break up Facebook and the pushback globally in terms of the awareness around the outrageous censorship of Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, and YouTube, all in the name of protecting you, you poor people who need to be protected from the views of people such as me. I'm glad to see there's more and more discussion around that and more and more alternative sources of videos. I will make an announcement about an additional source of watching this video uh, in early in the new year. And lastly, the exercise that I do each day has continued and now I can get back into swimming, but the cycling has happened every day this week. And as, as the parties, um, how shall I say, as there are so many Christmas parties happening in Victoria because we have zero cases, I'm not going to make a comment on that this week, certainly it requires more training, but you'd be pleased to know that I have stuck to that training. I haven't given away the training because I'm busy at Christmas parties. I hope you have been enjoying your Christmas parties. Now, to today's big idea. Before I do, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast and to the YouTube channel. I invite you to share this show with your friends if you think it's of value. I invite you to visit our websites, covest.com, for corporate programs, for speeches, for ongoing workshops for teams, and charlescovest.com where there are details of the self-awareness and passion quest. So that quest is designed to take you deep inside yourself. The value to you is enormous. So, today's big idea, how to handle challenging and difficult Christmas situations and interactions. We are told that Christmas is a wonderful time of the year and everyone's loving each other and kind to each other and celebrate and presents, give to each other. Well, the truth is that that is the case for many people. But the mainstream media has many reports over the, over the years, mm. uh, you know, all of the years that I've been aware, there are... Challenging times, challenging, difficult situations at Christmas. I want to give you some ideas of how to handle those. And these ideas, these alternative ways, these new ways of handling such situations are built on the previous 38 episodes of this show since we started in March 2020. And I've really thought of the most provocative, difficult situations that I can to give you some indication of the way that I think about these situations and that may help you in what you're going to be experiencing, if you like, in the next two weeks over Christmas, over New Year, when you get together with people who you don't usually get together with. Now, of course, with the New South Wales nonsensical drama, a whole heap of Christmas plans have been thrown into chaos that's a that's a unfortunate element of poor political decisions but nevertheless many of us are going to be getting together with people who we don't spend each week with i think these alternative and new ways of thinking will help you to have a happier christmas and a happier new year the first difficult situation. Research shows that suicides increase at the time of Christmas. At these times where people are happier than usual, getting together with people, people who are struggling are clearly more prone, says the research, to commit suicide. The idea I want to share with you is to be aware that if you are in a down space, and if you th- have thoughts of suicide, those thoughts relate to a perception that you are a failure. And my proposition to you is that the only failure in life is the failure to participate, because life is not meant to be a straight road that we all take. Life is millions of different roads, and rethinking this whole question of I'm a failure, therefore the world is better off without me, I suggest there is a whole new way of looking at that. And as soon as you adopt a new way of looking, and this idea, you know, you can share with people around you who are feeling down, this whole way of looking at I'm a failure, that can be totally reframed. And when you reframe an idea, the whole impact on your emotions and this desire to uh, think that the world is better off without you shifts, and it can shift instantly. The second challenging situation. There's clearly an increase in domestic violence around Christmas. And people get angry. Domestic violence is a function of anger. Anger. I hope your family doesn't experience that. But you start to think about, and I urge you to start thinking about, what are the issues in your circle of friends and acquaintances where domestic violence increases at this time? And one of them clearly is alcohol. So alcohol, uncontrolled emotions, anger, how do you handle that well minimize the drinking of alcohol that's one way and I'm not I'm not giving you a simple thing don't drink as much but in your own behavior be very aware of hmm if there is too much alcohol that I drink I tend to get more aggressive you might say to yourself that awareness can help you prepare for the situations in which you might find your anger rising The third situation, family arguments. You get together with broader family, not just your usual meetings with family. And then you start to have arguments. You're spending more time with people through Christmas and stuff comes up and you haven't learned how to handle arguments. In one of my earlier episodes, I talk about the fact that everyone is a weirdo. Your parents are weirdos. Your brothers and sisters are weirdos. Why have an argument with a weirdo? Listen to their particular point of view. Understand that you don't have to do anything that another person wants you to do. So that argument, Charles, would you go and do this? No, I don't want to do that. And then they say, you should do that. You must do that. You know, learning how to handle arguments... Becomes easier when you consciously say to yourself internally, I'm dealing with weirdos. So if I see that, then my emotional responses are reduced, are reframed, and if I don't argue, then an argument is less likely to arise. The fourth situation, when we come together with family, with people who we don't normally get together during the year, is living in the past, is raising grudges from the past, is raising upsets from the past. My straight advice to you is don't do that. Don't do that. You can make a choice to raise the level of conversation that you have. The simplest level of conversation is, do you remember back in the past? And some of those can be positive, but many of them can be a waste of time and indeed very negative. And they remind you of grudges. And you say 10 years ago you did something and your stuff comes up because your subconscious mind is a perfect memory. And then when something triggers a memory of the past, your stuff comes up. Or you might say something that triggers a grudge about you from the past. Be aware. Again. Too much alcohol, loose lips, saying stuff, and you know you've said stuff that you wish you hadn't said that you would not have said had your tongues not been so loose. The fifth situation is political differences, and this happens to me, happens to Julie, people who have different political views, tying into number six, different views around coronavirus, and we're seeing more and more conversation in the media about violent reactions to people about Trump versus Biden, about Liberal versus Labor, about the Greens, political difference, coronavirus views, coronavirus information about science. And so people have different levels of understanding of these issues. And so my advice to you is do not identify with your opinion Take no opinions of others personally because, again, they are weirdos. And you take this position of, wow, that's interesting. And it doesn't matter if they're diametrically opposed to you or if someone says to you, you are an idiot. You say, yeah, that's probably true. I am an idiot. And in the early episodes, I've talked about the the example on this. For those of you watching, let me get this right. Between my hands is the sum total of all human knowledge. Each one of us knows a tiny slither of knowledge. So the fact is, around most matters, we are idiots. So if you go to a family function and, you know, playfully you're saying to yourself, the fact is, I don't really know much. And other people know other stuff. They know other bits of information. They might not be informed about political issues, coronavirus issues. And so you come into this space with an open, loving heart rather than a I-have-to-prove-I'm-right space. We're not going to a debate. We are going to share human interaction with a bunch of weirdos. And my seventh and final situation is financial challenges. So because of the coronavirus impact, because of how business might be going for you, you might be in a family situation with other people who are far better off financially than you are. You might be embarrassed about your financial situation. And again, the idea is to look at the benefits, the benefits in your life of these financial challenges in an earlier episode i've talked about the benefits and the drawbacks of any circumstance there are wonderful benefits of being financially challenged if you've come into a space where there are people with lots of money finances all handled you can start to feel inadequate i urge you to think about the benefits that you have by having minimal financial resources Now, these alternative and new ways of handling common family, common Christmas, common New Year get-together situations can liberate you from the stresses, from anger, from negative emotions so that you truly appreciate the weirdos with whom you're spending Christmas and New Year. When you look on these weirdos all made by God, if you believe in God, all made by the universe, all raised in unique ways, it helps you tap into the essence of Christmas, which is peace on earth and goodwill to all men and women. Peace and goodwill. If you're angry towards other people because They have different opinions to you because they're in different circumstances to you. That's not what Christmas is about. That's the joy of Christmas, of remembering the message of this bloke called Christ, of the impact of Christianity on the planet, and particularly the foundations of Christianity on Western civilization. And I'm delighted to live in Australia in 2020 which is that built on a foundation of Western civilization, on Christian principles, and it is that each one of us matters. It is not the group that matters at the expense of the individual. That's what communism wants to tell you. No, each one of us matters. So, I hope you find these alternatives to be helpful. So the song of the week is O Holy Night. One of my favorite Christmas carols, Christmas hymns. And the beautiful line of the first verse. Listen to John Denver saying it. Long lay the world in sin and error pining. Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. The soul felt its worth. I want you to listen to that soul and tap into this whole idea of Christ's message that we celebrate at Christmas. That your soul matters and you learn to feel the worth of your soul. My quote, then, is from Ronald Reagan, US President from 1980 to 88. Christmas is a holiday that we celebrate not as individuals nor as a nation, but as a human family. Beautiful idea. That's why Christmas as a, as a human family get-together is a powerful idea. My spiritual tip for you, when you get to this get-together with family, with broader family, is that you start to have a new appreciation of the weirdos that you have experienced life with, as you have developed from a baby to now. My health tip for you, ties into this new and alternative way, is to minimise your food and alcohol consumption. Loose lips sink ships. And if you if extra alcohol causes dramas for you when you look honestly at your past, increase your self-awareness, maybe it's time for you to take that health tip advice. Less alcohol. And then on the food side, I have found that with all this wonderful volume of food, there is real merit in being disciplined around how much you put in because two things happen. One, you get tired, so you can't appreciate the interactions with your human family. Secondly, you spend weeks trying to recover from this overeating syndrome. And the truth is that the enjoyment of Christmas and the New Year, I suggest, can be increased by reducing your volume. Not only will you be healthy, er but you will appreciate this experience, this time of celebration. Because you are so busy, because I've already recommended 38 books to you, this week I'm not recommending a book to you. I want you to appreciate Christmas. No homework. I've got many books I could, but you've got 38 previous recommendations. So, that's it for this week's Christmas show. Uh Aha, I've got some extra jokes you thought I'd forgotten, didn't you? Well, because you're going to have a lot of kids around you and Christmas is a time for kids, and because the Pinewood Community Bank, of which I'm a director, gave me some dad jokes, some um, very funny jokes. I must say, dad jokes. I like dad jokes. Here's some jokes you can use with kids. How do you catch a unique rabbit? You sneak up on it. How do you catch a tame rabbit? Tame way, you sneak up on it. How do crazy people go through the forest? They take the psychopath. How do you get holy water? You boil the hell out of it. What do you call Santa Claus's helpers? Subordinate clauses. What do Eskimos get? From sitting on the ice too long. Polaroids. <laughs> what lies at the bottom of the ocean and twitches? A nervous wreck. Bit of a naughty one. What's the difference between roast beef and pea soup? Anybody can roast beef. And the last one, hopefully politically incorrect. What is the difference between a Hoover vacuum cleaner and a Harley. It's the location of the (laughs) dirtbag. I laughed when I read that. Anyway, some jokes for kids there, just so that you can have your jokes ready when you're surrounded by 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 15-year-olds. Make them laugh. So, I remind you, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel Go and visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com. Subscribe to Passion Points to Ponder on either of those websites. Have a look at those websites for the various programs that we offer. Have a wonderful week preparing for Christmas. Have a great Christmas. We are going to take one week off from this show so that you don't have to worry about listening to it. We'll be back in two weeks' time. Have a great Christmas, building up to it. May you continue to rise in self-awareness. May you continue to go deeper in exploring your passion. I wish you a great Christmas, a great new year. See you in 2021. Thanks for joining us on the show and thanks for sharing it with your friends, family and networks. Bye.